0: Hey, what's going on today, Cam? Oh, so much, Mitch. How are you? I'm doing good. We uh, are recording at a weird time for us tonight. Yeah, it is inner dialogue after dark. It is. Best episodes. Yes, it is eight o'clock. And uh, I won't say that I've had a little bit of a rum and coke before coming on the show, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but that might have happened. So it's good stuff oh it is good stuff it's and delicious and
1: it's friday night and we're just friday
0: night chilling man and i got a brewer game off and to my right here uh as they're playing the marlins so what's the score uh it's 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 tied up at goose eggs yet so uh, oh, the, all right as uh, our, our
1: friends across the pond would say it is nil nil
0: nil nil as it is mm-hmm.
1: yes uh, that's the soccer commentators version of that
0: <laughs> so this is this should be a fun show because we are going to uh flip the script a little bit today, and uh we're gonna we're gonna have some fun I, I we don't have anything really planned to talk about so yes, we
1: are engaging in what is known as improv
0: mitch improv is <laughs> uh is the rule yes so that should be fun and it is my birthday tomorrow so i'm pretty excited about that um, october the first october first baby best month i didn't of the realize year. our
1: birthdays were that close
0: mm, when's your birthday september 15th oh yeah right on oh i am i am recently 36 and i am about to turn 46 we are a decade apart we are a what decade do you know yeah. i never would have guessed that yeah never 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 no is it i'm young at heart or you're an old soul
1: Probably a little bit of both, but more so the, I would not have guessed you were 10 years older than me. I thought, I would have thought maybe like, you know, four to six.
0: Yeah. So we average out at 41. Is that, Uh that's fair. (laughs) I have
1: enough gray to support that
0: age. Right. And, uh, even though I shave my head, I have enough gray to support 46. So (laughs) it's mostly in my beard, but yeah, we come by it. Honestly, my,
1: my dad is 60 Mm -hmm. and up until recently i had more gray than he did yeah and it bothered me deeply <laughs> but he has since caught up and surpassed me uh, in both the hair and beard regions with his gray so i feel uh less awkward that yeah. my 60-year-old father has less gray than i do <laughs> so my
0: wife calls it the distinguished look mhm yep she's right about that yep She, she likes her. She likes her men. She always uh, refers to her favorite men as 50 blue eyed guys, 50 year old blue eyed guys. (laughs) So she likes the gray hair. She likes the blue eyes, you know, it's a look of experience.
1: (laughs) The look of experience. That's gotta be the tagline for some, for some like luxury company, right? So-and-so. The, the look, look of, of
2: experience. experience.
0: Yes. i to show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fun night tonight. I can tell it already. Yep. I am rip ready to go, man. So chatting So we have a crazy idea. We're going to start out with what's delighting us tonight. Oh, hold on. What did I do? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. We're going to start off talking about what's delighting us tonight. All right, I got to write that time. Good great. Nailed it. First time, Mitch. Uh, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I am not editing out editing out any of that. Perfect. So, got to show them how the sausage is made, so sir. You betcha. What uh what's delighting you today? Well, since we're flipping the script, I'll go first tonight. Um it is fall. Mm, it is amazing. it is Hallelujah. leaning into fall hard right now and I'm super mm-hmm. excited about it. So, we have had uh all of our low overnight lows coming in in the uh, upper 30s, uh, lower 40s. I think th- those are the uh forecast for this next week for sure. Um we've had some 60s and 70s in the forecast lately for highs, which uh I'm going to say boo on that, but uh <laughs> But I'm, I've been loving the last, uh, last week has been a lot of fifties for highs. And, uh, mm-hmm. that is, uh, that is right in my wheelhouse. I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Um, if we have any listeners out on the West coast, they're probably like, yeah, that's freezing, you know, cause they, they're used to the warmer temperatures, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. I like this weather. Yeah. We, we do like a good fall in the Midwest. Don't we? We do. I, if it, if you can't wear a sweatshirt or a sweater. You know, it's just not right.
1: Are you really living? Yeah. Are you
0: really living? Exactly.
1: No, you're just sweating. That's what you're doing.
0: <laughs> right. And speaking of which, I have a new sweater on. on. I, I see this?
1: so wanted to ask you about this. <laughs> the- Me so corny. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> so so when we were on vacation, we can talk about this a little bit later. But when we were on vacation, we stopped at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, uh, South Dakota, and my my mom and my sister was like, you have to buy that sweatshirt. So it's a it's a cartoon corn cob that says miso corny, and it's the Corn Palace, Mitchell, South Dakota, uh, written right below that. So the
1: city, of course, was named after
0: you. This yeah, is well, this is well known U.S. history. <laughs> obviously, yes. <laughs> so corny, yikes! You it was, it was gotta hit
1: that C hard, man.
0: Yep, e miso corny. Yep, it's got to be a hard C there. Yep. Got to be careful you don't uh, make it sound too soft.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All
0: right. <clears throat> anyway, what's delighting you today, sir?
2: Um, photography
1: and cameras and gear and... All that stuff. So the reason that we are recording on a Friday evening, getting a little inner dialogue after dark going on. Right. Is because tomorrow I am shooting a wedding all the day long. So I'm leaving my house at 1030 in the morning, which is not early. It's fine. I can sleep in, get prepared, do my stuff. It's good. I'm already packed. Went through my list three times. But I won't get home until 930. So it's going to be a very long day. Uh, Most some of that due to travel, um, but I am the only shooter
2: on this wedding. No second shooter, no video, just me. So if I miss it,
1: it doesn't get its picture taken. (laughs) There's no do overs at weddings, right? I can't be like, um, um, excuse me. Can, can, can you kiss your bride for the first time again? Because I missed (laughs) that picture. (laughs) Um and I'm just excited. Uh I got a new light. My mom wanted to buy me something for my birthday to sure. be you know even though I'm 36 she still wants to get me things for my birthday which I admit feels weird cuz like I'm a real adult like with a job and a 401k and a savings account and you know like adult things. So I was like, okay, buy me this light for video and photo and she goes, "Okay." And So I get to test this new light out tomorrow because flash photography is not my jam. I don't like it. I think it looks fake. Um, So it just, I don't know. I'm excited. It's fun. I'm anticipating the pressure of being the only shooter. Uh, I'm also excited because weddings are just fun. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is in a good mood at a wedding until they get too drunk. And then they're really angry at the second cousin who did something back in high school in 2007 you know, like up until that point, it's fun. And I'm leaving at eight 30 and we all know that point happens at about ten forty seven at night. So right. I got two hours clear of, you know, the drunk cousin ruining everything. Um, but I just, you know, obviously photography is something that I care a lot about. I'm passionate about. I had my own company, um, that I do this stuff through. Um, but it's just, It's exciting and I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. It's going to be perfect weather. It's going to be high as 68, no clouds, just, just a perfect fall day here. Um, and I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. And the people that are getting married are super chill, just really down to earth, just nice people. So I'm not worried about, you know, the, the stereotypical bridezilla or what, like, it's just, they're just. Cool, nice, easygoing people. It's gonna be a barring anything crazy happening, it's just gonna be a fun day. Yeah. And I can just take pictures of it and they're paying me to do it, which is like the icing on the cake. Right. So that's what's delighting me, Mitch. Sweet.
0: So no, I'm that that sounds really exciting. And uh we can dovetail a little bit into uh we you know, we've talked about the shift cam. Yes, um, I want to know accessory. How it this was awesome. I took probably two to three times the number of pictures that I would have taken had I not had this. So um, if you've listened to the show before, we have uh, talked about this a little bit in the past. It's a basically it's a grip that you put your camera or you put your uh, phone into and it becomes your um, shutter button. You know, it's a good, nice yeah, little like grip.
1: Ergonomically, it functions like a DSLR or mirrorless camera does. Right. right?
0: And it's got the, it's got the angle on it that you would have on, uh, on a, you know, DSLR. So it's very comfortable to shoot with and it's got a backup battery built into it. So if you're doing a lot of shooting, um, you can just flip on the backup battery and it's a wireless charging. So it's got Qi charging built into it Mm -hmm. and it keeps the uh, phone charged all day while you're shooting while you're out shooting as well. So nice. Yeah. And what really worked nice is that I put, put the phone into this, uh, into the shift cam. And as we were walking around looking at stuff, I actually was able to just stick it in my pocket with the, with the grip, um, setting outside of my pocket. And -hmm. then anytime I wanted to grab it, I just grabbed it out of there, threw my hand into the, uh, the nice little strap that's on it. And I didn't have to worry about dropping it. You know, we did a, uh, Buffalo safari um, where we were riding in a, in this Jeep that was all open. It was like a long stretch Jeep, almost like mm-hmm. a limo Jeep. Um, <laughs> and we were driving around and I never had to worry about losing my phone because it was a, it was strapped right to my hand and I could sit and I could just shoot pictures as we were going. And it was just so, so convenient compared to holding your camera in that awkward, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take pictures. Got to turn mm-hmm. around the right side. Right way right here. I'm going to take pictures, and I got to be careful not to drop my phone. Well, while, while I'm doing that, yeah. So it was. So it was awesome. It was great.
1: How does it when you slide it into the grip? Does it mm-hmm. connect via like a lightning uh, thing, or how does it? Oh, no, you said it was chi charging. Yeah, it's chi so charging.
0: So, so you,
1: is it just friction that holds it in there?
0: Yep, It holds it in. And really. you can
1: even do it with your case on.
0: Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. So actually it worked better with my case on because the, the, um, the friction that I have, I've got a a Apple Silicon case on it and on my phone of grip. Yeah. So it, it gives a nice grip so that it doesn't Mm -hmm. pop out. And then right on the inside of this is two buttons. One of them, um, turns on the Bluetooth, which connects so that you can use the shutter button on the grip Mm -hmm. and the other button turns on the Qi charging. So you can uh you can charge the phone as you're wow. as you're running and it around. Rotates with too, it rotates too. So you it can rotates make so you, and I yep.
1: forgot about that. Yep. So you, that's a nice feature.
0: Yeah, it's sweet. It works really nice. Do you uh, get some TikTok videos in while you're out there, Mitch? I afraid not. Uh, <laughs> I did get some some uh some video of a uh, pronghorn um chasing her his harem back into <laughs> into the herd because he had like three three uh three females that he was uh that he was courting for the um for the rut Uh and and uh apparently the way that works is that they will sometimes want to run away and they herd him back into the harem so it was there was like 10 minutes we were sitting there watching this process where one would try to escape and he would run over and herd her back into the harem and it was it was really entertaining to watch i got a little video of that so it was so glad that's not how humans operate right i don't have that level of cardio or the patience (laughs) right (laughs) i'd be like you know what go ahead i'm good
1: (laughs) you love it you gotta let it go
0: (laughs) yep but uh but to talk about the vacation it was really cool Like. I I went in with very little expectation. Um, we were just going to spend time with family and have a good time, and um, we ended up seeing things. And I sent you some of the pictures.
2: Just yeah, seeing things really
0: cool. that were just amazing. Like I I we went up on Needles Highway in uh, Custer State Park in the black in the the Black Hills, mm-hmm. and I saw things that I. Like I hoped that I was going to see some cool stuff on this trip. I had mm-hmm. no idea how cool of the stuff. I mean we were up as about about as high into the mountains in uh in the Black Hills as we could get mm-hmm. and just looking out for miles and miles out from from where we were we were, and they call them the needles because they have the these um these rock structures that stick kind of straight up in the air. And Mm -hmm. so, and when you're driving through Needles Highway, you're basically driving through those. So my recommendation is if anybody goes to the Black Hills, drive Needles Highway. It's 100% worth it. This was the, the, um, my favorite thing that we did in the whole week and stop at every one of the overlooks that you have an opportunity to stop at because you will not only get some really cool pictures but just being in that um that oh, space man, yeah. is just incredible
1: i can only imagine i've not been out there but the pictures were i mean it's it's cinematic oh absolutely and its scope and its in the in the dynamic range between the the colors and the size and the like yeah it's it is the pictures were stunning i can only mm-hmm. imagine what it would have been like just be there
0: yeah. you know And you you stand there and you just can't believe that you're that you're in that place. It's just amazing.
1: I mean, funny is probably not the right word, but like there are people that will go there and will look at that and will experience that and go, yeah, this is all a mistake.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. You know, (laughs) and so I just think as Christians, it's an opportunity for us to see something of that magnitude and go, this isn't a mistake. No, this was created. Mm -hmm. by a god with an amazing imagination and desire for creativity and beauty yeah, you know um i just think it adds even more like i think when i like when i was at the cliffs of mower in ireland Mm -hmm. or the cliffs of insanity if you're a princess bride fan and just seeing the sheer size and scope of the cliffs and the ocean and just like this it, it is it's truly one of those moments where you just stand in awe of like I'm a kid from the Midwest. Like we have water and trees and they're beautiful, mm-hmm. but nothing compared to these just absolutely epic um, scenes. And to know that it's not just in a movie, it's in real
0: life. This actually exists. It's it's, yeah.
1: it's, it moves you,
0: you know, mm-hmm. really cool. And we went and saw, um, we went and saw Mount Rushmore while we were there. How was that? Which was cool. Uh, You know, as someone who's, you know, not terribly political, I, you know, there was a lot of stuff that kind of got lost on me. But it was cool, you know, and of course, like, I've never been, I've only
1: seen mm -hmm. pictures, but like, when you're there, like, what's the scale? Like, when you're standing there, are you like, holy cow, those are massive? Or are you like, oh, it's not as big
0: as I thought? I would say it probably falls closer to the that's not as big as I thought as it is mm-hmm. those are massive. Um it's big, don't get me wrong, but uh but I think sometimes, you know, I think we probably have a mental image of how like huge mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. and I don't think it it is quite as big as my mental model had it. <clears throat> yeah, so and for the record there folks, we were talking about Mount Rushmore and Correct. nothing else. Absolutely, a Mountain with people's
1: faces carved in it, that <laughs> yeah. is what we're talking.
0: This about. is after dark, but we are not uh we're yeah. we talking about Mount Rushmore <laughs> uh,
2: <sighs>
0: you started laughing, and I'm just I like, know, I'm just gonna I couldn't keep rolling. <laughs>
1: myself because out of context Mitch <laughs> out of context, that's a totally different conversation.
0: Oh, uh, we might have to pull the uh the show title out of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm, mm. okay no more <laughs>
2: jokes let's move on
0: okay. we need to record at night more often <sighs> yeah, <clears throat> we are more fun yeah we? but uh but then we went to wounded knee after that oh how is that and you know it's it's only they only have really the head um carved out of that but uh, they have a 15 year plan right now to finish wounded knee and if they finish it the way that they've got it planned, it is going to be stunning when they're done. It It is really neat. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to see, you know, where that goes. And I might have to go back in 15 years if they do finish it just mm-hmm. to see that, because it was, it is, that's epic. You know, you, you talk about Mount Rushmore kind of being big, but not being as big as you think. Mm-hmm. Um, Wounded knee is huge. Like it, You know, it's on a scale that you you can't even imagine that that arm. I don't know if you've seen pictures of this, but they've got the face done and they've got the arm that sticks out from the face that Mm -hmm. is partially carved at the top. If you uh, go at the right time of day and you pay um, extra money, you can go up on that arm and view from up there and the people look like ants on that arm. It is just crazy how big that arm is sticking out. So, it is pretty pretty epic. So, the face is at least as big as the faces on Mount on Mount Rushmore, if not just a little bit bigger. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Hmm, I had no idea.
1: See, I'm learning so many things, Mitch.
0: Yeah. You know, we did the tour. I don't know that it's necessary if anybody goes to to see uh, Wounded Knee to take the tour. It's not. It's like four bucks per person, so it's not like it's super expensive to go. But uh, they just take you down in a bus down closer to it, and then they Mm -hmm. tell you stories and they tell you a little bit more about it and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it was interesting, but I don't know that it's. You know, you're not seeing a whole lot more than what you can see from the visitor center. So, but. But it was good we had fun very cool i will tell you that one of my apprehensions going on this is my dad's got parkinson's and that's part of the reason that we were going is to kind of give him an opportunity to go on this on this really cool trip and you know he's still mentally um able to really appreciate this stuff and i saw my dad like 90% back to where he was. Um that it was it was really encouraging to me that like when he gets excited about something like he's right there. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's still in there, still going strong. Um it was really encouraging to see that because you know, you know, on you know, on the serious side of it. You know, my, my fear was that it was going to be a lot of taking care of him, you know, making sure that he was doing okay. Like he yeah. was so excited to be there that like he, he was just, you know, we went to Devil's Tower in Wyoming yeah. one day. It was about two hours from Rapid City where we were staying and we drove out there and they've got a, a 1.3 mile walk that you can do or hike that you can do around Devil's Tower. And so we decided to do that. And my mom's got some physical challenges, you know, herself, just leg issues. And she's, you know, I hope mom's not listening, but, um, some like she has some challenges as far as not being as in shape as she, she could be. Mm -hmm. And so she did a lot of sitting along the route. Um, and that was fine. It took us probably a little over two hours to actually do the whole, the whole uh, walk. Mm -hmm. My dad, was like hey let's get going let's go let's do this you know and he's just like and he's not the fastest guy in the world he does kind of the shuffle step you know that if you've seen somebody with parkinson's you know it's really common with them to do kind of a shuffle step but man he was shuffling along like nobody's business and and he only stopped when my mom needed to stop and rest otherwise man he could have handled that without a problem you know and i'm looking at him dude dude careful you're going real close to the edge because because my my sister and I were kind of watching over my parents as we were on on the vacation, and so I was behind my dad, and I was kind of making sure that he was staying on the on the path, because you know he could have easily just like stepped on the edge of the path and like fallen or something. And I'm like, you know, I gotta I gotta be careful. I gotta watch and make sure that that dad's okay, dude. He was doing fine. Like I didn't need to watch him. He he was he was rocking and rolling. So it was good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was the one one thing that I I left the uh, vacation really encouraged that uh, that he was doing. All right. So he's it it, good. It's hard to watch your parents age, though. It, it can it? be for sure.
1: Like I my dad has always been my mom's a whole different story because she's got MS and she's in a wheelchair and her body is, you know, she little to no function that she has control over. Right. Um, but that's been the case, you know. For a while doesn't make it suck less it just we're just used to it more. no, I feel it, um, but my dad has always been just a bundle of energy and just go go, go go, go go, 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 go you know just work and play and work he just and loud and boisterous and you know th- the life of the party, and just always looked younger than he was, yeah, always baby face, like you know all of it, and I was home the last time I was home
2: uh this summer. It was the first time I looked at my dad and I went, oh, you look old. Yeah. First,
1: first time in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was the weirdest moment. Cause like, we were joking earlier about, you know, him finally passing me in the gray area and all that sort of stuff yeah. with the hair and everything. But like just his face mm-hmm. looked old for the, and I was just like, oh, I don't know how to handle this this is a new emotion. This is a new feeling. I've never, you know, and he's only 60. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's got, you know, a pretty good stretch in front of him, but man, it was just that first time. Cause my mom has looked old for a long time. She went gray when she was like 14, right. You know, right. And with MS, you know, you just, your body just is in a world of hurt. Uh, but seeing that on my dad for the first time was just, it was a very sobering moment of like, Oh man, there, there will be a time in the future when I am the man of the family. Yeah. And that is a weird thing to consider.
0: So years ago, uh, my, my wife and I had a conversation. So I was at work and I had this grandiose idea that I was going to, move up in the company. I was going to, um, eventually get into the training department for in the company, which would mean that I would have to move down to Atlanta to work in Atlanta and, um, and do, do everything down there, which at the time I was like, well, that'd be cool. Like I would really appreciate the opportunity to, uh, work with this team because it's something that I was passionate about. And I got passed over for, um, what they refer to as high potential training, um, which was kind of the next step that I needed to, to move into the, you know, to be promoted from where I was. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of spurred me, spurred me to go, go home and have a conversation with my wife. So we started talking about it and I started realizing, okay, well, if you look at the time frame that I'm going to have as far as like, okay, well, I, you know, get into an assistant store manager position and I work my way into a store manager position and I worked my way into maybe like a district manager position, which then would put me in the place of being able to move into this position that I want. I started doing the math and I'm like, you know, I could be in my sixties before I get there. And then mm-hmm. I started doing the math about how old my parents were going to be when I got to that point. and I, you know, I actually looked at my wife and I was like, I can't go anywhere. You know, my sister's living in Tennessee. My parents live about an hour from me here in Wisconsin. Um, Who's going to take care of my folks if I'm living in Atlanta and my sister's living in Tennessee? And it's, and it's like, you know what? I need to be here. You know, I'm the, I'm the eldest of the two of us. Uh, so I kind of feel like some of that falls on me anyway. And of course, being the, the male of the two of us, uh, between me and my sister, I kind of felt like, you know what, I kind of, I kind of have to be here. So I basically totally changed my career path based on the fact that my folks are going to need me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, probably sooner than later. I mean, they're already calling me and saying, Hey, can you come over for the weekends that we can, you know, clean out the gutters or. Uh, because my mom doesn't want my dad up on a ladder anymore and which is a so, reasonable thing oh no, totally reasonable you know um there's some uh there's some work that needs to be done on a step out in back in the back of the house that's just basically tacking a new board in really mm-hmm. but uh but she's like yeah i really really like you to come and work with dad on that and so that we can get that done correctly and stuff and um so there's a there's stuff already that, you know, I'm being called upon to come and help my folks with, but, you know, give it another five, 10 years and I may be in the, in the point of like actually taking care of them. So, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a thing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's not easy, but really the person that's having it the worst right now is my mom, you know, mm. my, you know, and I don't want to get like super serious on the show, but. I know that my mom had made the comment to my sister at one point uh, last time they were down in Tennessee visiting them that she's losing my dad. Mm -hmm. And I get that, you know, because. The worst part of all of this, I think, for her is that she doesn't lose them all at once where she can just like grieve him and get over it and move on. It's like she's losing them in little bits and pieces. Uh, So that might
1: that that's got to be even harder, I would
0: imagine, just to see him. Yeah. And I can't imagine because, you know, imagine being in the grieving process all the time.
2: Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it right there. So, and, and well, and the thing too is like sometimes with Parkinson's, like on your trip, you see glimpses mm-hmm. of the former. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you get, and that's, that's got to make it even worse. It's like you get, oh, he's back. And oh, you, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, I can't even imagine the roller coaster that's got to be. Yeah. And your parents have
0: been together for, a long time oh yeah i you know i i I hate to do i hate to do the math on this but it's it's approaching 50 years that they've Mm -hmm. been married so goodness you know i probably i think because i'm 45 and they had me about two years after they got married so they'd be somewhere around 47 or 47 or 48 years that they've been married so and their anniversary is on the 5th of october so yeah and it's the only reason that I can remember it's the same day, as day Steve jobs died because I, I just relate the two because I remember, um, when, when Steve jobs died and I was like, Oh, you know, this sucks. You know, this is awful. And then I looked at my calendar. I was like, Oh, it's my mom's mom, mom and dad's uh, anniversary. I should call them, you know? So it's like the, I got this memory of these two things kind of being related. So, but, But no, I was their uh, second anniversary uh, gift. So there you go. Yeah. And if you ever want to have anything ruined for you, um, my mom, my mom told me, yeah, you were a New Year's baby. Hey, it's like, oh, so was I. i was just
1: more on time than you
0: were i was like mom why did you do that to me you've you've totally Uh you've totally ruined new year's for me forever now
1: i'm september 15th so i was on time you were late sir
0: i think i was a couple (laughs) weeks late yeah
1: yeah no my dad has in detail and i'm like dad i (laughs) i want to throw up Please stop this. (laughs) Everything on my insides wants to be on my outsides now with all the details that you shared. So please never again bring this subject up ever (laughs) in the course of our lives.
0: Yeah, I do not need to know when I was conceived. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, my, my wife and I were having a conversation. I was like, you realize nobody that we know has sex. Just us. Nobody, because I don't want to think about that.
1: So. <laughs> I so don't know how to transition out of this. Can we just
2: pick a different topic, please? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm telling you, we should do these after after dark shows more yeah. often. It's good stuff. Oh, what was another topic you wanted to talk about tonight? Anything, <laughs> anything else i'll even yeah. talk on
1: politics that's how <laughs> desperate i am to get
0: away from this so so how do you feel about inflation
1: uh not a fan not a fan
0: <laughs> not at all i filled not up the gas enough. tank this morning at uh what was it was at 389 a gallon yeah mm, i don't know what it's I, like down in illinois with you by you well me. i have i have the great pleasure of having a vehicle that requires premium gas. Yes. Mm um so what are you like ten dollars a gallon n- no no i never got that <laughs> bad thankfully
1: uh but the other day um took my kid to school and i was like wow i'm at a quarter tank i should fill up
2: mm-hmm. so i
1: pull up gas buddy and it's like oh four you know uh, uh like 419 is the lowest i can find yep all right okay That. you know what not cheap, but I'll, I'll drive the mile and a half to get to the cheap one. I show up four 49. Well, mm-hmm. oh, that's 30 cents off. All right. Go to the next gas station. That one's 30 cents off. Go to the next, like everything, like it had jumped 30 cents overnight. Cause all the prices were yesterday's prices. So yeah. overnight it had jumped up 30 cents a gallon. So I was aggressively filling my tank at four sixty nine a gallon. Cause I was like, I'm not going to a fifth gas station. I'm just going to bite the bullet. And so I put like, you know, a half a tank in because I was like, I'm not filling up on this. I'm always going to come back down at will. And it was like that guy at the gas station at like 845 in the morning. I was like,
2: this is not a way to start a Tuesday. It's just not. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. hmm. So how are your brewers doing?
0: Uh, still still zeros what inning no score uh bottom of the sixth that was a pitcher's duel tonight so it makes sense so we'll see what happens they would have totally last won last night if it wasn't for a grand slam and like the bottom of the eighth or the top of the eighth or something like that it was they, they were leading the game all the way up until the top of the eighth oh man but now they're right, just they're doing okay they've been putting people on they've had guys on base but that's been the thing that's been killing them recently is they get guys on base and they just can't get them home so
2: but i bring them home
0: yep nope. it's the name of the game that is the name of the game it's home ball get them home right.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: okay, okay. All right. Fun game. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. All right. We didn't know what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. Okay. We're gonna take sports and we're gonna give them the names they should actually have. <laughs> Cause we all know that football is the worst name for American football. Right. The foot is the part of the body that touches the ball the least. Exactly. (laughs) That's why soccer is called football because that's actually accurate. So let's play this game, Mitch. Yeah.
2: So So we've got. What do we call football? We call it um, rugby. No, (laughs) we call it uh, macho. Oval ball touchdown makers.
1: <laughs> no, okay. That, that's that's that very complicated. Off, that doesn't roll off the tongue very well. No. Uh we agree that football's a bad bad name. Mm-hmm. So
2: we should call it touchdown ball. Touchdown ball.
0: Hmm. That's not funny, but it's actually accurate. It's accurate. hmm Um yeah, well, well I guess we can go with that. Touchdown ball. <laughs> I was thinking of some other things. I mean, we things, don't want to
1: be too descriptive, as my uh, first suggestion was, mm-hmm. which was terrible. Yeah. Touchdown
2: ball.
0: Yeah. I was trying to think all of right. some other ones, but uh but that's well,
2: All right, so what do we call hockey?
0: Hockey. Uh <laughs> the thing of it is I like hockey. That's
1: I know I like lo- well, but puck, it only means ball? something Puck ball. yeah. Puck there's ball. there's another word you need a very you need a very uh strong letter in p, <sighs> p- hit the plosive puck ball no because it's not a ball it's a puck so we could call it uh puck net S- stick puck stick, stick puck net stick stick, stick, stick puck net. net stick yes hi my name is cam i'm a professional stick puck net player <laughs> It's only it's only silly because it's new. Yeah. Hockey was just as silly. Yep, 150 years ago. Stick puck net. Stick <laughs> puck net. I like One it. word. One word. Like it's yeah. a town in Massachusetts. Stick <laughs> puck net. Stick puck
0: net. <laughs> Stick puck neck, Massachusetts
1: population
0: 412.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got we got football. We got mm-hmm. hockey. Mm-hmm. Soccer's already done for us with football. Right? Yep. Yep. So stick puck net touchdown ball football. Yep. Basketball. Um, I mean that one know, was accurate when the game began because it was a basket that you put a ball in.
0: Correct. Um, maybe maybe netball would be quite, slightly more uh, accurate mm-hmm. now. Or, uh, boom shaka laka. He's <laughs> heating up. <laughs> I have no idea. We're all think. the 90s kids out there. That was for you. Oh, Brewers just scored up one nothing. Oh, that leads us to baseball. Yeah. Baseball.
1: What are we What going to call baseball? <sighs>
0: Home ball wasn't the worst. Um, no.
1: Stick ball is what you call it when you play in the streets
0: mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Those street stick ball players. Yeah. Watch out for them. It's a lot of a lot of finger snapping. <clears throat>
2: Cause when you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> All right. Hmm. I mean, I like home ball, grand slam ball,
0: grand slam ball, home ball, or
2: or how about this?
1: <laughs> None of our stadiums are the same size ball. <laughs>
0: there
1: you go. Oh, what are it? regulation field sizes? Question mark ball. How does that even work?
0: Like, it's like imagine that even okay. fair
1: i know we're being silly mm-hmm. but imagine the nfl had the <laughs> same rules as baseball when it came to field dimension sizes yeah hey uh welcome to ford field home with the detroit lions where the field is 420 yards long <laughs> and only 10 <laughs> yards wide <laughs> eat on that boys
0: <laughs> it's so dumb well, i don't understand how that's still a thing you know the worst is fenway like have you have you watched a game at fenway
1: i mean I, on tv i've never been there but yeah nah.
0: well so so i appreciate the fact that the green wall is a big deal but green monster but yes green monster i'm sorry um but it's like you can play the ball off the wall mm-hmm. you can't do that in any other park in in the league and there's like no outfield
2: yeah it's yeah I mean, well, you can the spit, home run here you can spit a on the green slider. monster
0: from in from, uh, from the infield. It's crazy. Yeah, it's
1: just weird, man. It's just weird. Or like, imagine the NBA, you know, Chicago bulls, United center, three point line, 56 feet from the basket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It's weird. Oh, <sighs>
0: I don't know where to go from here.
2: <laughs> well, the, Welcome to how I felt 10 minutes ago.
0: <laughs> so do you want to talk about why you're riding high tonight?
1: Uh, not because of drugs.
0: No. Not. Not. Uh, I, I don't do those. Although there's probably some endorphins uh, involved. Well, yeah. A not- little dopamine.
1: So do I want to talk? I will just say this.
0: Yeah, you don't have to go into detail or reveal anything personal.
1: I have in recent weeks started dipping my toe into the terrifying waters of online dating. Which the last time I was dating weren't a thing that I know of, at least. Maybe mm-hmm. they were. I don't know. I was too young. But um I had a very enjoyable conversation with a woman that I met, and it went well. And we laughed a lot, and it was fun. And that's why I'm a little excited tonight because haven't felt that way in a while, and it's a good feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so. definitely like you know, I've been married 21 years, and. I would say the thing that I miss most about that, you know, the dating scene, which by the way, I would hate the dating scene right now, but the, but the thing that I enjoyed the most was that like high that you get when you've met the girl, you've spent some time with her. Like you're just, you're just in that like infatuation stage and it's just, mm-hmm. just good. Like there's something so pure and enjoyable about that. It's, it's, well, uh, it's
1: it, it. what it is, is hope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Like, If you had to put a name to it, like not puppy love, but like it's especially someone in 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 my context that has been married Mm -hmm. and has been divorced and has gone through all of that crap, right? Yeah. In in how it ends, to a to to just have a glimmer of hope and to meet someone that's like, wow, you're intelligent, you're well spoken, you're funny. You seem to have a great. You're easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. You laugh at stupid, silly things. Like we see eye to eye on, you know, things that are important, like faith and, and church, and and we have similar histories, uh, good and bad. Um, just like ah, because when you feel so alone and, and and lonely, which are different feelings, right? Right. Um, it's easy. To be like, well, I missed the boat. It's not going to happen again. You know, uh, there's not going to be, you know, the right person. And, and who knows? Like, this may not be a thing. It may be a thing. Like, the future is the future. We'll figure it out as it goes. But like, just to
2: have that time to connect with somebody new and just be like,
1: it's just really enjoyable to talk to another human that thinks you're kind of okay, you know, and just, and share stories and learn about each other and, you know, find out what you have in common and what you don't and laugh about that. And yeah, just all of that, of just getting to know somebody is, it just feels good. And it just, there's life and there's hope in that, whatever you want to call it, that moment, those moments. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's hard to describe, but it it ma- it makes it that much more enjoyable when it happens to be somebody from the of the opposite sex. That yeah, <laughs> this is true. That uh, that yeah, you might, a while might have a I'm relationship with. with. Mitch, so yeah, so, <laughs> it's good.
1: Well, yeah. So if if I seem extra peppy tonight or a little more excited, it's because I had a really enjoyable conversation with a lovely person, and um, now I'm having an enjoyable conversation with another lovely person. But for very different purposes. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not looking to date you, just for, you know, for the record. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I'm kind of glad that we're on the same page there. <laughs> good, good,
2: good.
0: <laughs> well, I'm happy for you, man. I know that it's been a journey, so it uh, it's good.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, worst comes to worst, I met a really cool person. Right. You know. And that's mm-hmm. how I'm
2: gonna and she made you feel it. good.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yep. so what did you do for your birthday?
1: Uh my birthday was on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I took Thursday and Friday off because why not? Right. Um, I bought myself a really nice bottle of scotch. Uh that's I usually don't buy scotch because it's really expensive. Mm -hmm. it's really good and i enjoy it um but like if you want a good like just a basic bottle of scotch that tastes good you're looking at 40 to 50 bucks right so i splurged and sent 65 which Mm -hmm. i can't justify outside of once a year on my birthday right because that's just a silly amount of money to spend on something you do not need right um so i bought myself a nice bottle of scotch um two of the pastors at the church came over to my house for lunch they brought me chipotle we ate outside actually had a very very good talk about kind of where i'm going um ministry wise and work wise and what i you know what they see in me and so it was just a, a time where they they just kind of poured into me and we had some really honest and open feedback about you know where they where they think i would fit best in the future um it, it, with the skills and and the passions that i have and um it it was just it was really really good because it it was a conversation that i needed to hear from the sense that it gave me permission to start pursuing um full time ministry elsewhere Because it's never going to happen here for a Mm -hmm. a slew of reasons, which I don't need to get into, all of which are good and and reasonable and, uh, you know, understandable reasons. Um, But even my pastor was like, look, I would be a bad leader if I tried to keep you here, if I'm not going to give you or if we can't give you the opportunity for you to do what you're good at, you know. If if, if I'm going to let you teach, you know, 14 times a year at Bible study, I'm using five percent of your gifting. at of you know, he's like, it would be selfish of me to try and keep you here when I know that you could go to another church that can pay you and you can support your family through and you can do full time ministry if I just keep you here to teach Bible study every other week for half a yeah. year. And that's you know? good. Yeah, and it was just, it was one of those like, I think he's always seen that in in our relationship, and I've always thought, no, 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 I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying, I'm staying. And it was the first time that we've had that conversation where I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe
2: I'm not staying
1: um because I love it here. Mm-hmm. It's a great church,
2: it's a wonderful people um, and it it would be comfortable for me to stay, yeah, you know, um,
1: and I like being comfortable.
0: Well, and I think that if I can give you just a tad bit of counsel on this, you, you have to be following God's Mm -hmm. will in it. And if God's going to take you somewhere else, then you follow him. Yeah. But you know, we, we spent a lot of time at our church talking about like, even the church that you go to is very much ordained by God, you know? And, and so Cause, 'cause you're not you're not intended to go to the church and just sit in the pew and and consume and then go home, you know anybody who yeah. is going to a church should be involved in some way, shape or form in the ministry of the church, yeah, absolutely. you know. There's, there's some exceptions to that of maybe some newer people that are in the church or maybe some baby Christians that are in the church. But if you've been in the church for more than a year or two and you're not involved in the ministry, you've got to question, you know, are you where you're supposed to be? You know, so, Mm -hmm. but yeah. So, I mean, 100%, you got to follow God on that. And if God's got you, you know, where you're supposed to be right now, the money doesn't matter, you know? Well, yeah. And that's the... Mm -hmm.
1: the thing for me and part of the conversation was, you know, I have a full-time job. I, yeah. I serve at the church in addition to my, you know, my nine to five. Um, and that's been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been a blessing to me and the church because I get paid not church money, which is a bonus. And I get to provide health care for my daughter, you know, but I mm-hmm. also get to serve um, and, and lead and, and, and have responsibility and, and input and, and all of that stuff that's wonderful.
2: Mhm. Um but at the same time I'm so done with the day job. Yeah. You know, it's
1: and and so I have to because my tendency is to like wait 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 and then just full speed, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: At, at what I, and and so I've been waiting a lot and my concern is that I'll see one good opportunity and just, you know, like a cheetah, just take off without taking the time to say, okay, God, I see an opportunity. I've been waiting. I should probably continue to wait until, you know, and and, and just have that more mature and patient um, approach to it. And so, you know, I'm I've, I'm doing my due diligence and looking for what's out there. What opportunities were open um, you know, and one of the one of the blessings of living in the Chicago area is there are thousands of churches mm-hmm. you know I don't want to work at most of them, but there's probably a couple dozen that I would would feel comfortable you know working at uh serving at and so i'm just i'm I'm doing my due diligence to to look and to search and then trying to take the moments
2: to pause and be like okay I see a great opportunity I'm going to wait on God before I
1: click the apply button mm-hmm. because my tendency like I said is just oh apply send it's just no okay found a good job looks like a good church looks like a good fit from a from a skill and experience perspective I'm just going to continue to wait
0: and see I've taken a slightly different approach you know, because, you know, obviously I've talked to, I've talked about how, you know, I'm not super happy with where I'm at, where I'm at. Um, Mm -hmm. I do feel like it's where God wants me right now because, you know, I've taken the tact of Lord, I'm going to give you a door to open. It's your job to open it. So I will apply for the job. I will even do interviews if I'm called to do the interviews, but I always pray God close the door if you don't want me there. If this isn't, if this isn't where you want, I'm going to do the legwork that I need to do to make sure that that door's ready to be opened if you want to open it. But what I'm not going to do is take the job or try, try to force my way into this position. If this is you, you open the door, I'll walk through. But if it's not just shut the door, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be outside of your will but I also want to make sure that if there's something that you have a blessing that you have for me, that I give you the opportunity to give it to me. Mm -hmm. So, so I don't think applying for the work, the work is the bad thing. I think it's it's really important to, to basically be, Hey, if this is where you want me, make it happen. If it's not close that door hard, like slam it shut.
1: I, I totally agree with you. I just know for me, in this moment, I'm mm-hmm. so eager,
0: yeah,
1: to leave behind and move on that I know that I need to, for my
2: own um benefit, pump the brakes a bit, yeah. otherwise, I'll apply for forty five jobs right
1: you know and and I think just for me i'm this this time has been patience and waiting and in learning to be okay. And like the being okay with the tension and learning how to live in the tension of like, I'm blessed. I have a good job. It's easy. I get paid. Well, I can take care of my daughter and myself. It Like it's from a worldly perspective. I'm in a good position.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. But, I, I would love to be in your position, yeah, honestly.
1: I, and that's, and mm-hmm. so I, I do feel a bit, of tension in that of like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be ungrateful for what I've been given, you know, but at the same time, if I'm doing this in two more years, I'm going to be miserable. Yeah. Because it's just not life-giving in any regards. People I work with are lovely, great individuals. And, you know, but like the work, I just don't care. And I really hope no one at my job ever (laughs) hears
2: this episode.
1: But I just, so I'm trying to balance the, I don't want to be ungrateful for what I have because it is a blessing. I want to
2: pursue what I think is a better fit for me, but I don't want to rush into
1: anything without, because that's my tendency is to Mm -hmm. just first exit off the highway and just, just go. Um, and so I'm trying to balance that desire to find the next thing with also
2: the ability to be patient and to wait. Um, cause I feel like that's really
1: what God has been impressing on me, even through all the stuff with, you know, the divorce and
2: just, it's just a lot of just being. Patient um
1: and you know when you're when you're in your mid thirties if you're you know you feel like you're in your prime, and so being patient is not what you want to be, you just want to go out there and conquer the world, you know, and that's that's a whole nother deal, but that's where I'm at with all
2: that,
0: yeah, and I think that uh and i I don't know that this plays into a whole lot of where you're at, but uh but I oftentimes um treated my my work life like there was a point in which I was going to arrive at something and I've learned over the years that that's that's a false um a false thing that that I felt like I I needed and what it, what it really come down to now for me is if the job pays my bills that's what I'm there for you know, it's everything outside of work that matters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, my my work itself, you know, that's that's a means to an end for me right now. And hopefully at some point I would love to see that change because I'd love my work to become what I'm passionate about, you know, along with my family and and everything. And that's part of the reason why, you know, I've started the biblical counseling training is because that's something that I could really love to do. Mm -hmm. And, and I think I could do well at, um, but at the same time, like one of the first sessions we had, he's like, don't think you're going to make money on this, (laughs) you know, don't go into, and his point was, don't go into it because you want to make a livable wage on it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not the purpose for this. The purpose for this is because you love people and you want to help people. Yeah, And what, uh, what they do, which I find interesting, and it certainly would be a, uh, you know, trusting God a lot, um, is they take donations for their time, you know? So if they're going to do counseling, they basically say, Hey, pay what you think I'm worth to you, you know, whatever donation you want to give the ministry, um, give, give us that donation, but otherwise you're not paying for my time you know you're just paying you know whatever you think the donation donation's worth he's like you know you make a decent amount of money at that but obviously you're never going to get rich off of that you know and that's not my point either Mm
2: -hmm. if i if i
0: can make a livable wage to to take care of my family and maybe have a little bit extra to to uh, squirrel away for for retirement that's that's as much as i need you know in my life
2: so but yeah
0: but yeah so i had to laugh a little bit when you were talking about the scotch and uh man i did 65 dollars you know for this bottle of scotch you know by the way i have never been able to really get into scotch or or alcohol in general from a from a like you're gonna take you're gonna drink it straight and really appreciate the smoky flavor and all that kind of stuff like i just i've never understood that you know mm-hmm. and maybe maybe like i just haven't been exposed to the right things but i did buy something for my birthday and it's becoming a tradition um last did you, year did I,
1: did I did you get what i think you got what What do you think i got did you get absinthe again
0: no 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 that i've actually had a couple bottles of that no and i really like it but no i last year i uh i i can i got a project and i built this this is the um the ship i forget the name of it now the ship from the bad batch that oh, okay. uh i got the lego model of that and built that so that was my birthday last year i actually took the day off and i spent like 5 or 6 hours building building this and just just enjoying it so so this year I got I got me another Lego set. This is the uh, oh BD1 uh, droid. It says it's from uh Jedi Fallen Order, but it also had had uh talked about or it had in the description that it was from the Book of Boba Fett, which I think it might be the same model of droid, but this droid is adorable. So I'm is-
1: Am I reading that correctly? 1,062 pieces? There's
0: 1,062 pieces.
1: How big is that?
0: I don't know, but when I'm done building it, I will share it with you so you can see how big it is. I find that hard but, to believe that there's yeah.
1: more than 100 pieces in that.
0: Yep, but <laughs> 1, 1,062 thousand. pieces. It is a 14 plus, so I would have to be at least 14 years old to uh, to uh, build this, and I qualify for that. So. <laughs> by about uh by about thirty one years, but I'm looking forward to breaking that open tomorrow and spending some good uh, quality time uh with Lego so it's good stuff but yeah, I think that's gonna start being my my birthday tradition to be able to sit down even if it's a smaller build but to uh, sit down with a uh with a new Lego set and build something so there you go yeah excited about that
1: next year you'll have to get yourself a lego and some scotch
0: maybe we'll see might have to get a recommendation for a good scotch to see if i can uh learn to enjoy scotch it seems like with my background i should be able to (laughs) but which by the way my sister was all about this while we were on vacation. Apparently my dad got a book from an aunt of mine that claimed that we are related to Theodore Roosevelt. So my sister, the whole time we were, we were in South Dakota, of course, Theodore Roosevelt is one of them. That's on the, uh, on Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. So she, she was like looking at people going, Hey, that's my uncle Teddy up there.
2: <laughs> yes. Hello,
1: my name is Mitchell Craig of the Roosevelt Craigs.
0: Pleased to meet you. So, so I'm looking at put at uh, making a shirt for her for Christmas that says "Ask me about my uncle Teddy." <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to come up with a good graphic to put on it and all that kind of stuff, uh, but uh, we'll have to look and see, but. Right now, That's it's gonna good. it's gonna end up costing me like fifty bucks to do this from what I, from what I've looked at, but um, because I gotta buy the graphic and then I gotta make have the shirt made and all that kind of stuff. But it could be fun. It'll be worth it. Totally yeah, worth it. It'll be
1: good. Just to uh, hear her eyes roll.
0: I might I might actually get a couple of them. We'll see. Um, get a couple different colors and like give one to my dad and <laughs> maybe have one for myself. I don't know. We'll see
2: funny so <clears throat> cool that was fun yeah i liked it
0: That that was that was a good show we need to not plan more often and then have it at night where we're both maybe a little tired and maybe have just a bit, bit of alcohol <clears throat> the whimsy
2: of spontaneity is always fun
0: yeah no i'm totally down with that very good Mm -hmm. well
2: my name is
1: cam brennan you can find me at Cambrennan.com.
0: oh we have to do this first if uh if you would like to know more about us or find more our back catalog
1: (laughs) i was trying to mix it up and do it different
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh you can find us at innerdialogue.show. uh we are the inner dialogue podcast um you can find me at mitch dot i'm sorry mitch craig.online um, I'm also on Twitter at at Mitch Craig. I've been checking that a little bit more often. So hit me up if you have any questions, comments, or uh, Tom foolery that you want us to be involved in. Ooh. And uh, Cam, uh, where can people find you? Uh, CamBrennan.com. And um, at a wedding tomorrow. So
1: And at a wedding tomorrow. Yes. But you can, you can give all your Tom to Mitch. I don't want any of it.
0: <laughs> I'm down for Tom So we're good. Now, if you're up to hijinks, then you can include mm, me. So you're a hijinks person. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So. Well, very cool, man. It's been fun. I, uh, like I said, you know, I my schedule changed at work. So I'm getting off at seven, uh, four out of the five days a week. So I'm down to do these night shows every once in a while. If we want to do that. Sounds like a plan. Although I see you yawning over there, so. Well,
2: yeah,
1: that would be because my dog
0: woke me up at
1: four in the morning. And I shouldn't say my dog woke me up. I should say the smell of his poop woke me up. (laughs) Oh, no. So I took him out of his kennel, took the liner outside to hose it down in the backyard. I come back inside and he has diarrhea all over my kitchen floor at four in the blessed a.m
0: so my uh my boy cat uh schroeder um likes to wake me up at four o'clock nearly every morning four four thirty but he comes to snuggle so not to poop on me so that's good it it was
1: everywhere Mm. and not just a little bit
0: it was one of those like, God, what did I do to deserve? <laughs> and yeah, oh, man, what is wrong with your dog? He
1: I think he must have ate something in the backyard because it mm. was he's, the only time. This has never happened before. Mm-hmm. He's thrown up once or twice, but like this was like. Like he had like frozen Mexican dinner from like three years ago, bad.
0: So explosive
1: yeah it, oh man so he must have eaten something outside that yeah now i'm not sure why we're, we need to just stop this is the, no one, no one, we, no one wants i have to ruined i have ruined a good show in the way that my dog ruined my good sleep and now i feel and now i feel bad you know have,
0: you're you're identifying with the listeners because you know our listeners have probably all had issues like this before you know i certainly i have a cat that likes to poop on the floor regularly so we you know things happen i don't think
1: this is better mitch i don't think we're making this better
0: (laughs) (laughs) all (laughs) right so you're saying we should just bail out of this one
1: yep we're just gonna (laughs) you know hard stop hit and it'll it'll be fine
0: cam it's been fun
1: That's one word. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for a good show. uh, And you have a good night, sir. You
2: as well.